All right. So, Brandon, remember back in the days before we even had a podcast, I came onto your one of your YouTube live stream things and we took quizzes on each other's behalf. Yes, we did. It was for the Knights Radiance. It was. It was mm. the Knights Radiant quiz. We're going to do something like that again, but following last week's episode where we talked about video games, we're going to do this thing that Adam found that's like, what video game character are you? Oh, I get to find out which video game character I am? You do. Mm. And I'm sure you are just absolutely champing at the bit for this. So here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're, Is it champing? Is that the way? It's the f- champing at the bit. Yes. Nice. Everyone always says chomping. It's not chomping. It's not chomping. champ at the bit. What does a champ mean? Champing is, I think, what horses do when they chomp. They grind (laughs) against... Okay. Yeah. So it is a chomp, but it's a specific type of chomp. It might be. Mm. I don't actually know. That's got to be one of the most horse person listening to us who's like, I champing is nothing like that at all. But you, yeah. So. Well, I am champing. You are champing Mm -hmm. at the bit and at so many other things. We are going to do... First, a quiz where we answer for ourselves, Mm -hmm. and then we have a different quiz where we're going to answer for the other person. Okay. Okay? Assuming we don't talk too much, (laughs) I could see us not getting through an entire one quiz. I absolutely see us spinning off into wild tangents. Because have you heard my Segway story? You mean Seg story? Yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. So you already got that one. You already got that one. I know that one. Yes. I'm I'm so excited for us to talk about a Seg Mm -hmm. and to ride a Seg around. Except the vehicle segue is spelled, it's spelled in an intelligible way. Yes. Well, that's because you said champing. And I'm like, what other things have I gotten what wrong? What other things have we said wrong forever? Mm-hmm. All right. So you ready for this one? Okay. I'm actually going to wait because as someone might be able to see on the video feed, there's Adam, not at the computer. Not recording my answers. We need him to record your answers. Okay. So question the first. How do you react in stressful situations? Oh. Take a moment to meditate and calm down. Hmm. Keep your stress inside and keep going. Listen to music and escape the world. Let your emotions burst out. I keep my stress inside and I keep going. Same. Yeah. That is maybe not the healthiest way to no. deal with stress. It depends on the stressful situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking of something chaotic is happening in a moment, whatnot. Like I don't get very stressed in my day-to-day life. I do a job that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And like if stress happens to me, it's because I've gotten bad feedback, right? Like an editor's written to me. That's This is one of the easiest ways to make me stressed is get the feedback and editor say, this book is way worse than you thought it was. We need <laughs> yeah. to talk. Mm-hmm. And that will just loom over my head forever until yeah. I talk about it. But what I'm doing is I just start working on how I'm going to fix this. Like what's wrong? How do I fix it? What are the solutions? Problem solving is just something that engages me and I enjoy. It's part of why I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find, well, first of all, over the course of the pandemic, I have been much more prone to anxiety attacks, which is right. not something I've ever had to deal with in the past. You'd never had one at all or? I Once or twice. I remember on one of the writing excuses retreats, uh-huh. that hit me pretty hard. And so enough that I knew to recognize it when it happened, but not on the level that I would call that I have you know, anxiety or panic mm-hmm. disorder or anything like that. Right. Whereas over the course of the last year and a half, they've been a lot more common. 
and something that I've had to learn how to deal with. And so that is a large producer of stress for me. Mm-hmm. And then also just when I am far overscheduled. This week, for example, you know, not only do I have all of the RPGs that I run for people, I can run an RPG for you, hire me, pay me money. I've got all of those, plus we are doing the Writing Excuses digital conference in conjunction with Surrey, which is taking all of my stuff. I taught a three-hour masterclass on plot today. And then I'm also, you know, writing Dark One right now and Mm -hmm. cranking out like 4,000 words a day, which for me is a lot. that's an incredible amount. And so, yeah, when I get into that situation, my wife knows that if I say, hang on, you know, I need to go shoot some people for a while that I'm going to go play Overwatch or something and kind of work out stress that way, which again, maybe is not Interesting. the, the healthiest See, way to get rid of that stress. See, that's, I think that, <laughs> I think the answer is that you're playing the music. You're doing- Is that the music one? Yeah, that's it the music says, one. Okay. You are finding a way to relax from your stress in a different okay. mode. In this case, the music is the delightful yes. rhythm of bullets hitting my enemies' bodies. I think that's the music one. Okay. See, I've had a panic attack one time. And it was super fun. It was super fun. I actually really <laughs> thought it was interesting. And it happened to me, it was physiological. I took two Excedrin mm-hmm. because I had a really bad headache and I was really tired and it was at a con. And normally I take one Excedrin. And I, I think we may have mentioned before on the podcast, I may have even said, told this story. I do not have a tolerance to caffeine because for religious beliefs, I do not drink coffee or mm-hmm. tea. And I just don't like soda. And I never have caffeine. And so Excedrin, if you don't know, one of the primary ingredients in it is caffeine, caffeine, which I've always used Excedrin. It's like I can superpower because an Excedrin will work on me way better than other people because I don't have a caffeine intolerance. But I took two when I absolutely should not have taken two (laughs) because I had a panel to sit on. It wasn't a particularly stressful panel or whatnot, but it was this thing where you have to be on, right? And you have to psych yourself up, psych yourself up. Uh, I don't know what that phrase is. Psych yourself up. Yeah, that's that's the phrase. It works. Okay. As far as I know. And you have to prepare yourself. And so I was doing that. And then the Excedrin hit and the caffeine hit. And I went into fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And my response to that, I kid you not, was, wow, this is really interesting. I will be able to write about this. And I just did the panel, right? Mm-hmm. Because it was not emotionally induced. Mm-hmm. I bet it would be very different if it were induced by something other than taking two Excedrin for Possibly. me. Possibly. But I just divided my brain between one part is panicking Mm -hmm. and the rest of it is just me who's observing the part that's panicking and being like, wow, that's interesting. That's never happened to me before. And just went on the panel and did it. That's actually one of the big ways that a therapist will teach you to deal with a mental condition is called the observer or the spectator. Oh, okay. That if you can split your mind enough to say, this is happening and I acknowledge that it's happening, Mm -hmm. but I'm still okay and I can watch it. That's what something Howard does a lot, for example. Well, yeah. I guess because there you go. it was just this one experience, but my solution to it was, ah, just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to mark you for stress, keep yes. the stress inside, mm-hmm. and me for listen to music and escape the world. Okay. Yes. Next up, by the way, since mm-hmm. we're talking about music, I'm just going to put out a plug. I'm a big fan of Halsey, and I'm a big fan of Trent Reznor, and they just collaborated on an album, and oh, it is really? rocking my world right now. It's fantastic. What's it called? It is called "If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power." <laughs> Sounds very and Trent Reznor. Very Trent Reznor-y. I mean, he's been goth doing soundtrack industrial and stuff, stuff lately. Really great. Okay. Anyway, 
that's beside the point. Okay, mm-hmm. question number two. What interests you most from these four choices? Okay. Computer engineering and, quote, mad science. Photography and movie nights. Reading and academics. Martial arts and heists. I don't know. I like those nah. all. I like all of those things. But which for, one interests you the most? Is this for me to do or to this watch is you. someone else? You as a person. If I'm going to, okay. So, I guess if it's what are you going to participate in versus what are you going to like, watch other people do? Heists. No one pulls heists. No one pulls heists. But nobody really does. Okay, I shouldn't say nobody does mad science because I know some people who do mad science. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think this is what do you enjoy just whether you're participating in it or observing it, which of those things That's very brings you joy. Because if I'm going to watch something, it's going to be heists, right? Mm-hmm. And I like participating in problem solving and things in a very heist sort of way. But if you just said, Brandon, what are you doing tonight? It's not going to be a heist. It's not going to be a heist. It's not going to be martial well, I'm arts. I'm a little disappointed now. It's going to be academics, but I'm not writing about academics. I'm writing about heists, right? There is absolutely... I want to write now the story of Brandon Sanderson's late night activities where he sneaks out and he steals famous jewels because it's the only way he can get a rush anymore. Food heists. He steals (laughs) famous bagels. Stealing famous bagels. Mm -hmm. For me, I think I'm going to say reading and academics because I really am that nerd who's like, oh, wait, I want to learn all about this thing and then we'll spend hours researching it. I'm going to say heists. I think it's probably wrong, but if I'm going to sit and write, Mm -hmm. like even if I'm doing writing, I am not just sitting and doing academics. I am imagining some weird heist. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. your heists and I'm going to be reading in academics. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Okay. Like I'm not a Ravenclaw. This is the thing that people get wrong Mm -hmm. um, about. They'll put almost all writers into Ravenclaw very naturally. Mm -hmm. I'm a Slytherin, Right. Like, I am going to problem solve, figure things out, and try to be the best I can be at the thing, and I have boundless ambition, and I want to achieve things. You know um, you know how you can tell if someone's a Slytherin? They will tell you. They'll tell you. Yes. <laughs> That's the number one criteria in my experience. I am a Hufflepuff, yes. for what it's worth. You're absolutely a Hufflepuff. 100%. Mm-hmm. All right, so... What type of video games do you enjoy? This feels like cheating on a video game quiz. Life simulations, FPS or roguelikes, puzzles, platformers, or RPGs? I'm going to go FPS and roguelikes, even though my favorite game of all time is a puzzle game, Civilization, I would count. Mm -hmm. If you look at that top 10 list, I tried to vary things around, but... If you ask me what I'm going to play, I'm going to play an FPS or... Okay. What are you going to play? I don't know. League of Legends is not on here. League of Legends. I would do puzzle for some of those. Maybe. Like Mm -hmm. a Teamfight Tactics is very much a puzzle game. Yeah. Um, And I would put all of the CCGs, like Legends of Ruterra, into puzzle game. But maybe it's FPS. It could be. Overwatch is FPS. Overwatch is an FPS. I'm going to mark that. Okay. We're both FPS on that one. Boom. These are not going to get us right because it's going to put me way too action-y <laughs> where really I'm like the real world incarnation of Megamind. Who <laughs> just sits back. Yes, and imagines doing all of these things. And yeah. You know, for the viewers out there who are laughing at Brandon comparing himself to a supervillain, you need to understand, you know, in the years, the 20 plus years of role-playing games I've played with Brandon, he is always either... You know, in one or two cases, he's 
the upstanding righteous moron, mm-hmm. but more often than not, ninety percent of the time he plays a supervillain. I supervillain. You play yeah. the you know the necromancer, the whatever, who's yeah. the supervillain. Okay, here we go. Question four: What do you consider to be the most important aspect of life? Ooh. Helping those in need, protecting your loved ones, innovation at any cost, and having choices. That actually does map pretty well onto the four Hogwarts houses. It does kind of. But here's the thing. I can admit and ask the question, what is the most important? Not to me, Mm -hmm. but what is the most important? Okay. And I'm going to say, by my religious philosophy, it is actually having choices. That is more important than even helping people. If you don't have a choice to help people, then helping people is meaningless. See, you're why people aren't getting the vaccine. What is this nonsense? Mm. No, you're right. I mean, I'm not going to answer that, but I can understand that that answer. Mm -hmm. Choice at all costs. Yeah, the Slytherin answer is protecting your loved ones. Yeah. Hufflepuff answer is helping those in need, and that Mm -hmm. is my choice for this. Helping those in need by far. I think the Slytherin answer is, isn't there power at any cost? Innovation at, at any, any cost. cost. Oh, that's not very Slytherin. It's not no, a Slytherin That's thing. more Ravenclaw. You're right. Yeah. Incidentally, mm-hmm. can you map the four Ninja Turtles onto the four Hogwarts houses? Oh. Do they divide up oh. well? I don't know if they do. I mean- Because Donatello's first... a Ravenclaw, and that yes. seems very obvious. That's very obvious. Leonardo is a Gryffindor? There's two Gryffindors is the thing, because Michelangelo's got to be- Oh, wait, he can be a Hufflepuff. could be Hufflepuff. He can be Hufflepuff, yeah. But then is Raphael Slytherin? Totally, yeah. Okay. He absolutely is Slytherin. Well, there you go. Yeah, you can map the four Ninja Turtles. Very nice. Yeah. Very good. Wow. By the way- Totally incidental to our quiz. (laughs) I don't actually think people map to one of four mutually exclusive choices in how they (laughs) act. People do not fit into boxes that easily. But on a podcast, they can. Yes. And Ninja Turtles totally can. (laughs) <laughs> the Ninja Turtles, they're mm-hmm. cartoons, not people. Yes. Sorry to disillusion whoever mm-hmm. out there thought they were real. All right. So next. Next. Question five. What kind of books do you like to read? Ooh, this will be pretty easy, I assume. Sci-fi novels. Uh-huh. Fantasy. <laughs> nonfiction or historical fiction. And mystery. I will pick fantasy, even though nonfiction would probably be number two on that list Mm -hmm. for my job. If you actually look at what I read when I want to, it will be a fantasy novel. Yeah. Well, and forever I was historical fiction. Mm -hmm. But over the course of the last, I guess during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. I have been going out of my way to try to read more fantasy. And that's everything that's on my Mm. nightstand right now. Hey, apropos of that conversation. Yes. She Who Rides the Storm, Uh Caitlin Sangster. Yeah. You've got a great big cover quote on there. Uh-huh. I'm in the middle of that right now. It's phenomenal. She is very good. I really enjoy it. Yes. Okay. So I am going to say nonfiction and historical fiction because given the choice, when I am not trying to force myself to get to know my genre better, mm-hmm. historical is what I will default into. Every time. Okay. Question six. How do you treat others you don't like? With a smile and mean internal dialogue. That's me when I'm driving. Snarky comments, civilly minus the smile, or with blatant malice disguised as kindness. Civilly minus the smile. 
that's the only really nice one on here. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mean person. I don't yeah. think you're a mean person either. Like learning how to be nice to people you don't like right. and how to get along with them and how to work together with them is arguably the single biggest factor in growing Though, up. You know, <laughs> it might be the smile one. Let me think about it for a minute. Because a part of also growing up was me acknowledging there are people I don't like that it is no fault of theirs. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I don't click with this person. I've had to learn to differentiate between this is a person that is toxic, which is actually really rare to know someone in the circles. And this mm-hmm. is a person whose personality puts me on edge. And so therefore the problem is me, not them, right? Yeah. Where would you say is that? If I look at the majority of people I don't like, it's that second category. Their personality yeah. puts me on edge. There's nothing specifically wrong with them. Yeah. I'm not going to give them feedback and criticism about it. I'm just like, I just don't get along with yeah. this person. And there's plenty of people I don't get along with and I don't mm-hmm. consider them bad people. Yeah. I don't know if I know any genuinely bad people at all. Yeah. In fact, there's people that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. There's people I love who I do not get along with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, that's going to be civilly minus the smile. Yeah. That I am not necessarily going to enjoy our interactions, right. but I am definitely going to be nice and kind to you the whole time. I'm going to do that too, because the first one has wisecracks in the head, right? That's a smile, but wisecracks in the head. Yeah. And what I actually try to do is smile and not be a jerk that I have something wrong that makes me not like this person. Yeah. Well, and I don't want to be like secretly mm-hmm. bad mouthing people yeah. inside. Yeah. Because I'm not going to gossip to other people. Yeah. And so why should I do it to myself? It's like, oh, I don't like this person. Why? Because I have weird biases about their speech patterns. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a handful of politicians that if I ever meet in person, I'm going to tell them to go and get their shine box. But Mm. Mm -hmm. that's never going to happen. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, civilly minus the smile. Yep. For both of us. There we go. All right. Question seven. How do you treat your friends? Oh, as semi-intelligent human beings, okay, like family, uh huh, with love and loyalty, but from a distance. That's a hard one to answer during a pandemic. Yeah, and with unwavering kindness and empathy. Well, I'm not that. <laughs> that's my wife, but that's not me. Let's hear those other three again. Okay, as semi-intelligent human beings. What this is, that that's the mean? sociopath answer. That's yeah. like, okay, you're my friends, but I only partially recognize I mean, that your... one could also be interpreted as a joke, right? Mm-hmm. You know, my friends, yeah. we're a bunch of semi-intelligent human beings. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. maybe that's the one that's like not yeah. looking down on them, but we are going to joke with each other. Yeah. And I'm going to tease them all the time. Mm-hmm. Like family, uh-huh. which depending on how you treat your family could be any of these other three. Yes. With love and loyalty, but from a distance. Uh, what are you going to pick? I don't know. Like, I don't keep my friends at a distance, I don't think. I mean, life keeps them at a distance. Mm-hmm. We're adults That's the problem. With very little time to hang out with people. Doing this podcast and mm-hmm. seeing you, like, for a couple hours every other week yeah. is more in-person interaction than I get with anyone. Yeah. If I didn't have writing group, I know yours <laughs> is digital, like... Yeah. I would spend that time probably not doing anything that is good for me. I would be working more or, yeah. I'm going to go with the first one. 
Semi-intelligent human beings. I'm just going to be like, okay. semi-intelligent human beings, that's me joking with my friends. If you ask the turtles what they regard each other, everyone but Leonardo is going to be like, oh, yeah, they're semi-intelligent, <laughs> not human beings. Yeah. You know, and I think I am going to go with the Hufflepuff answer on yes, this. Unwavering, unwavering kindness and empathy. Yeah. Like, if you're my friend, yeah, I will I would do whatever it takes. For you. I think you are unwaveringly kind. Oh, well, that is very kind of you. Yeah. When I lived in Mexico, one of my friends down there was like, hey, so Dan, tell me, if I ever jump the border and come into your country as an illegal, will you help me out? And I'm like, obviously, I would do that. Like, there's no question. So now, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. law enforcement officers are listening to this, know that you can come to my house and find illegals that i'm you're not chaotic good you're just hufflepuff good yeah yeah which is Mm -hmm. different okay question number eight okay what do you think is your best trait okay my devotion to the causes i believe in okay my dedication to standing up for others okay my ability to make the right choice even when it isn't the easy choice Mm. my intellect and superior brilliance It's the last one. (laughs) It sounds bad when you put it like that, list maker. Let's point that out. It makes you sound, yeah. But, you know, given that the whole point of this question is talk about yourself and what you're really good at and what kind of makes you stand out in a crowd. I don't think of this as brag about yourself. I think of this as if we're on an adventuring party, what is your role going to be in it, Mm -hmm. you know? And yeah, I would absolutely pick intellect for you. I think that's a good choice. I don't know what I would pick for me. See, My best trait? These are all things that I think could apply to you. It's which one is the highest on the list? I mean, yeah, I think for most of us, mm-hmm. we'd like to believe that we have certain aspects of these. Man. I don't know. I would like to say that it's making the right choice even when it's not the easy choice, but I mm-hmm. make a lot of easy choices. <laughs> I default Sometimes to those the right choice is the easy choice. <laughs> and maybe given the way that I have tried to build my life, that yeah. I have built it in such a way that the right choice often is easy to make. Yeah. Maybe that is a way to say this. Mm-hmm. Boy, you know what? I am going to say that one. All right. You talked me into it. Here we go. Okay. What kind of music do you prefer to listen to? Ooh. Classic rock or metal. Okay. Indie or lo-fi. Okay. Synthwave or techno. Okay. Classical or pop. I have a playlist for each of them. (laughs) So what do I prefer? Mm. If I'm going to be in the car and I'm going to put it on, I'm going to put on the metal, right? Metal and what was the other one in metal? Classic rock. Classic rock. Yeah, I'm probably going to put that on. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to say that one too. But when I write, Um, I don't listen to that is the thing. And I spend the majority of my time writing. mm -hmm. And when I'm writing, I do have a lo-fi playlist that I listen to sometimes. I do have a synthwave playlist. It's very small. Yeah. I wish I had more synthwave I liked because it jives with my... Childhood. I've got two awesome synthwave K-pop songs I'll send you. Oh, cool. Yeah. I would like to stick those on the list. Since I know listeners will ask, mm-hmm. that is I Can't Stop Me by Twice mm-hmm. and La Da by Everglow. It's too bad there's not a epic soundtrack option because that would be my yeah, actual that answer. That would be, yeah. Yeah. Sit and listen to movie soundtracks. I actually have two different movie soundtrack playlists that I will mm-hmm. listen to. One is 
Hans Zimmer like exciting action scenes. Yep. And the other one is based on the soundtrack of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy that's like my creepy, tense music for when right. I'm writing that kind of scene. You would need uh, to have that handy. I do. I also mm. have an Arvo Part kind of classical music playlist that's mm. just, I need some very low-key piano stuff. But I even have a pop duets playlist that I made recently, oh, right? That's and cool. It was cool. Does it have Islands in the Stream? It by Dolly does Parton not. And uh, it doesn't have any old ones. Okay. Basically, when I make playlists, I'm looking for new music. Mm. I get worn out on music pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And so I don't listen to things that I've grown bored with, even if I like the songs, right? Yeah. So yeah, That makes sense. Given that I have already, in this very podcast, recommended a Halsey Trent Reznor industrial yeah. album, I'm going to click classic rock or metal as well. Yeah. So there we go. But you listen to a lot of K-pop. I do listen to an awful mm-hmm. lot of K-pop. Yep. What is the most important factor in a partner to you? Mm. Dedication to their work, Mm. their intelligence or innovative mindset, Mm -hmm. how open and comforting they can be, Mm -hmm. and how well they treat others. I probably will pick how well they treat others, just based on knowing why I picked my wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This one is a very hard one for me to answer because... I want to say dedication to their work because mm-hmm. what I have learned, you know, with my wife, with my family, with all the various assistants that I have had over the years, the number one quality that stands out in a partner is that they are going to do what needs to be done without waiting to be asked for it to be done. Right, right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. someone who is going to identify problems and solve them yeah. rather than just wait for you to tell them what to do. Yeah. But on the other hand, if they don't treat others nicely... <laughs> then it kind of doesn't matter how good mm-hmm. they are at their job, you know? Okay, you were looking at partner business-wise. I was I, looking I, at romantic partner. I was looking at yeah. partner everything. I think I am, at the end of the day, going to say how well they treat others because mm. uh, I have just been so warm and fuzzy this whole time. But I will say that that other thing is important. Okay. I, sh- I should have just picked the evil option every time. To every see, single to time. see if I can get... See what you end up yeah. with. Bowser. Bowser, yeah. Okay, what's your current and or favorite hobby? Okay. I think I know what this is going to be for both Mm. of us. It depends on how we define hobby, though. Yes. Answer number one, kickboxing, martial arts, exercising of some form. Okay. I am way too out of shape for that to be correct. I do that four times a week for a half hour, but I bet the others will beat it. Do you do it for fun, though, or do you do it so that you don't die? Uh, It is more because so I don't die. There you go. But I do find it fun. Okay. Answer number two, reading, writing, studying new subjects. Okay. I'm probably going to say that one. Yes. Answer three, photography, composing music, and filming. Okay. And answer number four, programming, building PCs, and gaming. So Mm -hmm. if I separate my job from my hobbies, I have to pick gaming for this. Yes, I think you do. But... I do at least need to point out that the reason writing is my job is because it's my favorite thing to do. Right. It is important to have a hobby that is separate from it. Mm-hmm. But if I were not a professional writer, writing would be my hobby. Yeah. I'm going to pick writing because I write for a hobby while I am a professional. Yes, you do. Meaning if you leave me alone and I don't have job, 
to do, yeah. I kind of want to be writing. I remember way back in the early, early days of your career mm-hmm. when you had gone on a big trip, and I want to say this was an overseas trip. Uh-huh. And you came home and kind of got this guilty looking smirk on your face and said, so I accidentally wrote a middle grade novel and that's where Alcatraz came from. And the fact that you could accidentally write a novel on a plane, writing is your hobby. You are mixing up two stories. So Was that two stories? Yes. Yeah, so Alcatraz happened because my girlfriend at the time went on vacation. And I like I say, I crawled under a desk and wrote this. Okay. The plane flight one was Legion. Um, oh, you're I wrote right. Legion was on it the Legion trip or was France. it Emperor's Soul? Emperor's Soul also happened that same way. So okay. either one would be okay, but I think it was Legion you're thinking of, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about the airplane. Yeah. And I just remember very clearly, yeah. I accidentally wrote a book. I did accidentally write Alcatraz. Anyway, I'm going to say gaming. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay, final question. You excited? I am. Okay, here we go. What cheers you up after a bad day? Ooh, Laughing at fail compilation videos. Okay. So this is clearly written uh-huh. for people younger than I am. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with a close friend and listening to music. Okay. As we did with the first question, maybe listening to music can yes. be other things you mm-hmm. do with your close friend. A walk through nature or curling up with a book. Those are two very opposite things. Are they they the are, same question? but they're yep. both kind of getting yes. at the same idea of Getaway. peaceful yeah. escape. And then sleeping or eating a good meal. Ooh. So if I'm traveling, mm-hmm. my reward at the end of the day, my cookie for good behavior is eating a good meal. That's actually what I was thinking too. Yeah. If I am at home though, yes. which these days is most of the time, what cheers me up after a bad day is spending time with my wife. Mm. And so that is going to be hanging out with a close friend. And more often than not, yeah. it is watching yeah. British Baking Show or The Expanse or something like that. So I think I'm going to say that one. Okay. I'm going to say the last one then. You know, I might say the meal one too, because Mm -hmm. if it's been a really long day, I will definitely get food to eat while I am, you know, Mm -hmm. sitting with my wife and watching TV. So, oh, I don't know. Pick a different one for me. So different. Okay. So you say the meal one and I will say the friend one. Yes. And submit. It is calculating results. What do we think of this quiz? What do we think of this quiz? Mm -hmm. This quiz was... More interesting than I expected. Yes. Adam, you have done a fine job choosing this quiz. These personality quizzes often are so tailored Mm -hmm. to a specific thing that it's like, you know, if you were going to fight, which weapon would you use? And then obviously you know which Ninja Turtle you're going to end up as at the end. And this doesn't have that. Like... I have answered all these questions and I genuinely don't know what, what they were video game for, character is going to kick yeah. out at the end. I agree. I like that aspect of the quiz. I do think the answers they chose were a little too um, vague in some places mm-hmm. and in others a little too specific in that a lot of people I know would want answer E. There's four yeah. answers and the answer that you want isn't on the list. Yeah. Well, and like the hobby one, yeah. they had to put so many hobbies crammed yes. down into four things. Mm-hmm. Programming, building a PC, and gaming. Yes. I absolutely adore one of those and mm-hmm. never at all ever do the other two. Yeah. I think that it would have been a stronger quiz in that case if it's like, you know, what is a hobby? You would be like, I fulfill some artistic pursuit. Mm-hmm. Or I seek some sort of media entertainment. Yeah. Or 
I look to get outside in nature and work my body in some way, right? Like yeah. you could have had things if you're going to do four that would have done so. I'm going to give this quiz a B minus. A B minus? Yes. I'm going to give it a B plus just because okay. I thought they did a good job. And by the way, this is brainfall.com if any of our listeners want to take the same quiz. Yeah, I'm sure Adam will link it in the liner notes. Awesome. So. Let us know what you are in the comment. Yeah, let us okay. know. Okay, I would That's love right. to see. Drive engagement. Good job, Adam. Drive engagement. We have r slash Sanderson mm-hmm. is where conversation about these episodes take yeah, place. Yeah, or on the YouTube channel comment section. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, r dash Sanderson or slash mm-hmm. Sanderson is one of the subreddits I cannot get to on my phone because I don't actually have my Reddit account Oh. logged in on my phone mm-hmm. and it's one of the ones where it's like you have to use the app to participate in this that's odd it's weird mm. it's annoying anyway all right are we ready to hit the get result button yeah get the result let's see what get you are result wait what Take this short survey to see your result uh-oh i just took a survey is this gonna oh. be like an ad thing oh my gosh oh no it's, it's one demographic okay. information okay it's okay. one question okay all right. I, well, I was worried. I should have warned you before. I forgot it's, to mention. Technically, that. it's two questions because it wants to know my gender and my age category. Okay. Sometimes these things you do, and then there's like a 30 minute fill yeah. out the survey for whatever survey place. <gasps> also, uh-huh. these age categories break at 44. So I'm in 35 to 44, and you're in 45, 45. to 54. I am. So uh. you're so much older than me. Man. Just absolutely grotesque. It does at the bottom, by the way, have a thing that says, why only two genders? Because they know that people are going to be upset about that. Okay. I am Max Caulfield. Who the hell is that? (laughs) That's who I got, and I also did not know. Oh, wow. You both got the same Is that like Max Payne? No, because his last name is Payne. Yes. Is he from something that Uh, I don't know? She, actually. She. Sweet. Uh Okay, I'm a creative individual who will travel a great distance for those I love. When faced with difficult decisions and situations, I may fumble and make mistakes, but in time, I learn to accept them. Remember to capture the good times because life is a strange and mysterious journey. Okay, I want to know who this is. How is it? I'm looking up Max Caulfield right now. A video game that neither of us know, being pretty heavy gamers. I I think I recognize the game. I think it's a pretty big game. For the genre that it's it called, is. Life is Strange. Oh, okay. Life is Strange is a, a visual. I haven't heard of that one. Is, so it, a, is a, it a visual novel? It's a visual novel, yeah. Okay. So awesome. Yeah. Well, it sounds it's, cool. It's one of the archetypal visual novels that I have not played, but it makes sense that it's going to peg us as visual novel characters, maybe. But Adam, I'm kind of surprised that. Maybe I picked huh? poorly. I'm not sure. I don't okay. know. So so you we're both Max Caulfield. No, he is. No, I you am. Too you are. are. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of odd. That makes me maybe lower my ranking, right? Because if I do a quiz like this, I want there to be enough options of characters that if you've answered like twice differently than somebody else, you get a different character, right? Hmm. Like, I don't know if that's possible in the pure permutations of the math that you would, yeah. if you would buy 12 questions, need thousands. Well, see, and I don't know because the fact that it's someone I've never heard of yes. leads me to think, I mean, the two options are all the characters are very obscure or I yes. just don't know this game. Right. Or 
they have a lot of different options. That's possible. And it might just be that Adam and I are very similar people. Right, it's possible. Uh, Adam, how many of those questions that he answered, did you answer the same way? Uh, I was not keeping track. Okay, okay. Uh, many. Many, okay. So th- okay. Th- you were very similar. Okay, all right. We are not, by the way, going to get to a second quiz today where we take one for each other because this is already long <laughs> exactly enough. Exactly so as expected. We are going to end with the big reveal of Brandon is... Uh, do you want to take a guess? Do I want to take a guess? Ooh, is it okay. S- okay, then it's somebody that I know. Um, yes, you, you know. do. Okay. It depends. Do they put villains in this or So not? I can also read the description and you can maybe guess after the description for what they say. Oh, let's do a guess first. I, I like and that. Then, okay. And then the description. Guess uh, first. Guess um, first and then description and then another guess. I don't know if you're going to be a villain. Mm-hmm. I think you might be... A, uh, a slightly shadier character. Yes. Um, and you did say you like heists. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. I genuinely have no idea, and so just because okay. it's funny, I'm going to say that you are going to be Banjo or Kazooie. Kazooie. Banjo or Kazooie. I'm a bit more of a Kazooie than I'm a Banjo. I Definitely. Bet. Yes. I'm going to go with Bowser. Read the description. Okay. The first sentence makes me laugh. Uh-huh. You're a person of few words. Okay. Oh, but that's... when you speak, you mean what you say. Okay. You may not appear to be the most caring or empathetic individual. Uh-huh. But when loved ones face trouble, you are always there to lend a hand. The past may be hard to face sometimes, but if you keep your cherished ones close, the darkness can't touch you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dante from Devil May Cry. Okay. Did you want another guess, Dan? Oh, boy. Solid Snake. Could be Solid Snake also (laughs) from that description. Or it could be uh, Dude from Splinter Cell, whose name I can't remember. Mm -hmm. I am going to stick with Kazooie. All right. Cloud Strife. Cloud. Cloud. Some heist in there. There There is a heist in that. I will say the other quiz that I found that was longer, I felt like would have been better, have but been, it, was it was twice the question. Twice the questions. Mm. Maybe we'll have to speed run. Well, yeah, if we don't just yak the whole time, we could get through. I don't quote. think I'm very Cloud Strife, personally. We don't know your character, so we can't say. Yeah. I'm going to say that I am. You're not a Cloud Strife. I'm not a Cloud Strife. No. No, I'm more of a Vincent than I am a Cloud Strife, mm-hmm. if I have to pick one of those characters to be. Yeah. Um. So, you know. Moving mm. that ranking of this... Yeah, down. yeah. I'm gonna have to move down to C minus. C minus. Yeah, I'm yep. gonna I'm gonna drop it a little mm-hmm. bit as well. Okay, now I want you very quickly. Even though this has already gone a little long, yeah. if you had to pick a video game character for yourself, oh, who would it be? Who would I be if I am a video game character? Um, I don't know. Let's say me as a video game character. Can I pick Napoleon from Civilization? I knew you were going to pick a Civ character. <laughs> because then I can pick a historical figure mm-hmm. that I'm kind of like. Man, Napoleon is a good choice. I'm going to pick Napoleon from Civilization because it cheats. <laughs> and My favorite part about yeah. Napoleon is mm-hmm. that like Europe declared war on him. Yeah. Not on France, on Napoleon. You know, the whole Russia thing was a mistake. But I've had my own rushes, right? <laughs> yes. I have definitely had my own rushes, and I'm going to pick Napoleon. Yeah. Dang, well, now I want to just talk about cool historical figures. Let's do that in the future. Uh-huh. For video games, I don't know. I asked you the question, but I don't have a good answer for myself. I am going to say... Kazooie. Kazooie. It's got to be Kazooie, right? How's that, Ben? 